1: This is Afroeconomics with J.B. Bryan. Afroeconomics is a strategic financial management program designed for the advancement of black wealth in America and abroad. How about most people have no financial goals? They say they want to be rich, but they never clearly define what rich is to them. By clearly defining your financial goals, you are able to make sure you satisfy or reach what your financial goals, not the goals that someone else sets for you. For example, when I help you with a financial plan, it starts with the question about you. I mean, the questions are should be all about you. It's not about what I want for you, but it's all about what do you want for you and your family? So let's look at some of the ways to set financial goals and make sure that you reach them. First, make sure you have a clear financial goal. <laughs> Say it is to save, or or it's that you want to retire at blank age and you want to save this amount or I want to save this amount each month in order to leave a legacy of that amount but don't make your financial goals so broad that it it gets overwhelming don't just say I want to be debt-free and think that it will happen we have to actually set a clear goal I mean something specific like I want to pay an extra blank amount each week or month on my credit cards in order to pay it off at blank time or debt freedom. If that's the goal, it's not going to happen or I want to leave this position with this amount of money. so I'm going to save this amount in order to do that. So we have to select financial goals carefully. So our first thing is that we want to set clear financial goals. Then we want to move into selecting them carefully. If you have a huge credit card debt, does it make sense to place all of your extra money into extra retirement savings when you have that high interest rate that you're paying on the credit card debt? So that's where the Afroeconomics membership comes in. We help you go through your financial matters together so that you have financial strategies or financial priorities. First things first kind of attitude. We want to select those financial goals carefully. And let's stay in touch with reality. Some people have unrealistic financial goals. For example, retiring at 55 and they're 50 with three kids that are still in middle school. I mean, is that possible? Well, <laughs> it's, it's 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 possible, but maybe it's not probable. And it depends on their lifestyle and the amount that they have saved already. So for the average person, we need to do some planning and see what is realistic, what is the actual retirement date that is actually possible. Cause it can hurt your pocket to retire early or too early, only to have to go back into the workplace at a lower wage than you were receiving before. And I've seen it happen. You know, they'll go, I gotta get out of this place. So they take this package. And then the next thing they know, they're like, "I can't live off this. I just wasted the money because you you got to be very careful. So when you leave, you want to leave on top financially. Whatever you're doing, you want to make sure that you have a strategy to everything you do. I had a client one time I met, she quit her job. She said, "I know it would be easy. She was a teacher. She said, "I knew it was going to be easy to find another teaching job," so she just quit. But over that two-year period, when she just quit, she didn't have a strategy. She just quit. She was like, I just didn't like that school anymore. Well, it took her two years to find another position as a teacher. She lost her home, everything. So make sure you stay in touch with reality because realistically, she was not in a position to just quit her job with the mortgage that she had. So... That fourth point is to make the goals that you set. Your financial goals need to be possible. Make your financial goals as strategic as possible. Break them down into little payments. Make them, make them, make them so that you can bite it. They say like make it bite size. Like how do you eat an elephant? You know they say one bite at a time. Well, if annually looks too big, then break it down to quarterly. If your quarterly goals look too big, then break it down to monthly. And if monthly looks too big, then what can you do each week? And if that's still big, let's break it down to daily. I know approximately what I need to generate almost each working hour of my workday. And I know when I'm behind for a particular month or for a particular week. We need to know, exa- break your goals down. To eatable, you know, munchy size. Don't look at it. if you want to. You want to build a cake, you know, do it one slice at a time, you know, so so that you can actually manage it. So, a, a fifth point is to make sure that your financial goals are in writing. I, I think it really helps to to write it down. I have a I have a printout. I, I always when when we do a financial plan, we print it out. But imagine. If you actually write something yourself, I think it's even better. Like a printout is lovely, but just, you know, write on it, write on it, make it ugly. I think things are, can be so beautiful that they don't become touchable and they don't become doable, but have a workbook that each, uh, um, get a workbook. Like each member of Afroeconomics, I think I really want to stress that, gets a workbook that they can download and in the workbook, it allows you to actually print it out page by page or you can um, you can just go in and fill it. it has those tabs where you can just fill it in. But we need to do something. And that makes me think about just like when you go in the grocery store and the organic food that's best for you is not as pretty. It's just a little ugly, and then you know it doesn't have all that gloss and that, that stuff on it. Then you know that it's real and it can it looks like it, some of it looks like it just came right out of the dirt, especially the vegetables. So that's what you want. You want to make sure that you have everything in its in its roughest, most organic, most natural state and, 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 and get to it. Even in workshops, I've found that the people who ask the most questions, who take the notes, make most notes, maybe look a little stupid. They're the ones that get the most out of it. I remember when I was in school and the teachers would get irritated with me because I was asking the questions, but... My daughter is actually totally opposite. She doesn't like to look stupid, but because I like to look stupid, I don't like to look stupid, but I don't mind looking stupid. I don't mind things looking bad as long as it gets what it's got to get done. I don't have to have my car clean, but I have to have my car paid for, you know? So we need to get away from the superficial and get down to what's real. So always a six point is to always pat yourself on the back when you make a better decisions. I noticed that when I stopped ordering lunch at for at work, like I used to just like pick up, and order some gourmet food from the restaurants in the area in a minute, just order it, and order it for everybody in the office. And then I started just bringing groceries from home to the office. I realized that how much money I was saving. No, look, everybody else might not have realized that like, you know, it like that was so much better when she was doing that. But but it and it's also it was so much better for my health and I felt so much better. And my work day was so much better because those over MSG salty foods, you know, were were cutting cutting away at the core of me being able to finish my work day and feeling at my peak. So always pat yourself on the back. If you decide like I do this when I bring this bag of groceries, when I do this, when I do these things, I save money when I buy a good used car instead of having to have that luxury overpriced vehicle that's going to lose value when I drive away. You know, just look at what you're doing and then pat yourself on the back when you realize that you're making a conscious positive change and a seventh point is the ninth principle the seventh point is the ninth principle of afroeconomics is determination and determination, it is the only thing that can help us accomplish our financial goals. And it's so true. And it was such a hard, it was such a hard chapter to write. It was along with the principle of integrity, which is the fifth principle. And determination and integrity are the keys to successfully reaching sustainable financial goals and doing it the right way. Getting there the right way through integrity and getting there and staying there that requires that determination and integrity. And, and, and I want you to just absorb that it is going to take effort and determination and integrity to, reach, to set your goals and to reach them. And eight, self-reliance. The second principle of Afroeconomics is vital in goal setting because if it is to be, it is up to me. We have to know that self-reliance, financial independence, it is indeed up to you. So having a strong sense of control over your life, your financial life is the only way to achieve your financial goals. No excuses at all. This no excuse attitude will keep you on track in the middle of any financial storm. And I want you to really embrace that and believe that. So remember when it's all said and done, when it comes down to it, It's how bad do you want it? Set your financial goals. Hashtag Afroeconomics, and I'm J.B. Bryan. Today's podcast was powered by J.B. Bryan Financial Group, a registered investment advisory firm and the home of Afroeconomics in Virginia, Maryland, Washington, D.C., and New York. Don't forget to subscribe to Afroeconomics with J.B. Bryan On iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave me a five-star review. I'm JB Bryan, and that's Afroeconomics at A-U-R-N dot com.
0: Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around.